Hello, magnificent listeners. This is Scott with Perch Points Podcast, and I'm accompanied by my brother, Rob. Howdy. Just want to let everybody know that's loving this podcast. Uh, if you also want something along the lines of sports, fun stories, different weird scenarios, fun drops, the whole deal. Gambling. Gambling. Yeah. Gambling. gambling. Exactly. Yeah. And just fun oh, drinking stories. Oven. Come on, listen to Perch Points Podcast on Apple or Spotify and now Amazon. Let's rally! and gentlemen to another episode of magnificent we are back baby we are fucking back we're back yeah. classic we are back That's we right. are back we are getting dug back yes we are back but we are not getting dug back because i don't know anybody named doug unfortunately but good news is uh, I have a very special treat for you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I am proud to say that this man is a dear, dear friend of mine. Uh, when I first met him, I knew exactly he was going to be a really good friend of mine. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you, standing six, at six foot seven, weighing in at 328 pounds. He placed first place in the Motown Strongest Strongman Competition in the Heavyweight Novice Division. The modern-day Viking from Detroit, my good friend, Jaws, Jake Wagner. Happy to be here. Jake, what's happening, bro, bro? What's up, man? How's it going? I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking. Did you like that intro? I've never done an intro like that before. That was a good intro. I liked it. I was I was like, hell yeah. Like, we getting shit started up in here. So, all right. You know what time it is. If you've heard the podcast before, you know what time it is. It is time for the Dad Joke of the Episode. Yes, sir. What do you got for me? All right. So this joke mm-hmm. isn't just like any dad joke, but it is a joke that I heard from a uh, co-worker of mine when we went out. And it goes like this. A man goes into a bar and orders a drink and starts having a conversation with the bartender. And then all of a sudden, a big trunk comes out from under the table, grabs a peanut, and goes back into the man's pants. The bartender says, what the fuck is that? The bartender, 
The bartender is so shocked. And the man says, oh, I had an accident and my penis had to get enlarged and fixed and had to be repaired with parts of an elephant trunk. So it is bigger in size. And so with shock, the bartender says, oh, all right. Uh, Can you do another trick? Can you do that again? So all of a sudden, that trunk comes up from underneath the table, grabs another peanut, and goes back into the man's pants. And the bartender is so shocked by it, but doesn't think anything of it. Continues to have the conversation with the man. Right? And as they're continuing to have this conversation, trunk comes back up again, grabs another peanut, goes into his pants. All of a sudden, the bartender's really good friend comes walking in through the door. And the bartender says, hey, man, you got to come check out this trick. It's insane. And the man says, I don't know if I have enough. Uh, I don't know if I, I there's enough peanuts to fit in my ass. I feel like that went over my head. Hold on. So with an elephant trunk, mm-hmm. his penis is an elephant trunk. Mm-hmm. What does an elephant do when it grabs food? Takes it with its trunk. And puts it. Mm. He's been putting the peanuts up his ass. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Again. But that whole time, it was just absolute and pure. Well, you can't win them all. So, but buddy, glad you're on. I'm glad to be here. It's um, it's definitely an absolute pleasure to have you on, and such a good timing. You know, uh, very proud of you for getting first place in that uh, strongman um competition. Thank you. Me too. I'm very happy I got that. Now, for everyone listening, how long have you been doing? the strongman competitions. Uh, that's actually was only my second competition I've ever done. Um, but I had been training for strongman specifically for the past three, four years. So. Oh, okay. Now what made you want to get into doing that? Uh, I knew for the longest time, I mostly just wanted to be strong. I didn't know what specifically I wanted to do with it. I just knew I wanted to be strong. And, I didn't have HBO at the time, and a lot of people would compare me to the mountain from Game of Thrones. Yeah. And I assumed that I was just like a tall joke. Like, come on, who's who's going to be called the mountain is going to be short? So yeah. the mountain's probably like an enormously tall guy. So I just looked at it as like a tall joke. Right. After like the 20th person saying that to me, I said, fuck it. I'm going to Google this guy. Mm. And once I Googled this guy, I was like, all right, I'll take that as a compliment. Oh, yeah, that's a really big compliment. Yeah, and so I decided to look up this guy a little bit more thorough, and it turns out his name is Hafthor Julius Bjornsson. He is an Icelandic strongman who I think he won Icelandic strongman 
four or five times maybe. Wow. And then he won World's Strongest Man once or twice. I yeah, I believe it was like once or twice because he was competing against Brian Shaw and, yeah. you know, all those guys. I think Brian Shaw holds it like four or five. Yeah. Brian so. Shaw is... He's an elite athlete, mm -hmm. you know, and he is a pure strong man, you know, like those guys are insane. And mm -hmm. then you got Eddie Hall, mm -hmm. d deadlift, you know, record dude, holder. That dude is an athlete all around. Like he's done almost everything. Yeah. But yeah, that once I found out what he does and I started looking more into strong man, I was like, that's awesome. I would love to do that. But not a lot of gyms in Michigan actually focus on that type of training or have the equipment that is required for you to train for that sort of thing. So once I found a gym that did, and then people heard overheard that that's what I was trying to do. They then directed me to a coach. So uh, the gym I go to is Rochester performance gym. And my coach is Ben Pauli. And he, he really was patient with me and worked with me and actually like helped me get stronger and it it definitely paid off because I won. So yeah, and again, congratulations, dude! Like I'm so happy for you that you know that everything you know went really well. Mm. You know, like I was like that morning I had texted you. I was like, dude, like good luck. Uh, let me know what happens and everything and then you texted me that you won and i was like yo like that's awesome dude i appreciate that you texted me because like like when you're going into competition mode you just want to shut down you want to shut off you don't want to talk to anybody you don't want to see anybody but like just even getting that text from you just it it was nice to see that i do have people who support me in this oh absolutely dude you got so many people in your corner you have no idea yeah so um so when we met it was around fourth of july if yeah. i'm not mistaken it was at kyle and ashley's fourth of july party yeah so uh kyle and ashley are uh mutual friends of ours and uh i know ashley of course through her brother mm -hmm. who's like one of my best friends and then um Let's see. So you you and I met. You sure it was 4th of July? Because I could have sworn it was like Memorial Day maybe. I feel like it was 4th. Maybe we met sooner, but I know we met at their 4th of July party because they were doing the fireworks. Okay. Maybe we met sooner than that, and then we saw each other again there. I'm trying to think because... You know what? Maybe it was. Yeah, because didn't Ashley have like something in July? Her birthday. Is, no, her birthday's not July, is it? I know, like, it was still nice out because mm -hmm. we all wore shorts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did the boating thing. Yeah. The little, what's it called? Like a ferry or something? Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, so we met during a patriotic holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. America. Yeah, exactly. And no joke. Like I came, uh, I came up to you, and uh, I was like, "Whoa!" And uh, you know, I was a little taken back and a little bit intimidated. But I was like, "I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this guy's story. Like, what's what's this guy all about?" Mm. Right? 
And uh, so I introduced myself, and then you just came up, and you were just all, like, all straight-faced and just kind of being like, hey. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> and then to figure out how big of a teddy bear you are, it's like, it's don't, the funniest. Don't tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just the funniest thing, you know, because it's like, when I first met you, I was like, fuck, he's going to squash me. Honestly, I love hearing stuff like that i love hearing that like when people see me they're too afraid to approach me yeah or even so that they're intimidated by me yeah and then some and those who stick around will then come back and tell me hey i'm so happy i approached you because mm. now i know who you really are yeah like i know what kind of man you really are but at first i thought you were probably just gonna be some scary intimidating guy who just would beat me up and like nope but glad you stuck around yeah 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 um i mean you know it was so funny because it's it, what was it like i i think i introduced myself or did i just just come out and be like hey how tall are you i mean i wouldn't be surprised if you just said hey how tall are you because people do that all the time yeah that's a good icebreaker <laughs> it's an, it's an oldie but a goodie yeah 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 um and we've talked about that to where like you know you've had you used to have a problem with it Mm. And now it's kind of just like, you you know, it's an impressive kind of party, you know, thing that you tell. Well, throughout all high school, I was annoyed with it. I didn't necessarily want to be tall. Like, I would have been happy if I stopped at like 6'2", 6'3". But yeah, like you said, I'm at 6'7 right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, just throughout all of high school, I would get people to be like, oh, my God, you're so tall. How tall are you? Did you know you're tall? It's the did you know that gets me. It's like, really? No, I did not know I was tall, you short stack of pancakes. <laughs> yes, I knew I was tall. So, but that, I mean, that one doesn't make sense. Like, did you know that you're tall? Nope, I just wake up every day and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Holy crap, I'm six seven. Like, it's like it's like when you wake up and it's Tom Hanks and big. Like, oh shit, I'm big. Yeah. Every morning, it's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, now I'm embracing my height, doing the strongman, so I'm adding size to the height, so I'm not just some skinny, lanky dude. Yeah. I'm actually like big and intimidating, which is nice. Right. And the interesting thing is, is uh, like, uh, like when I first met you, I go, "Hey, how tall are you?" You're like six seven. I'm like, "You're gonna be my best fucking friend." <laughs> I think Kyle came up to you after, and it was just like, "Yeah, he he's my bodyguard when we go out." And no joke, like when we had a guys' night, yeah, it was you, me, uh, my buddy Chris, Kyle, and uh, our friend Parker. Mm -hmm. We went out, and no joke, every bar that we stepped into, mm -hmm. everybody just just turned and saw you mm. and was like fuck somebody's famous <laughs> hopefully you and kyle will be someday so then i actually can't get paid to be your bodyguard all right how would kyle be famous i don't know i mean he could probably be like because i sure as hell know he's he ain't posing for playgirl no, I mean, he could. He could. He could. You've seen him. <laughs> uh, I, I think he's not taking advantage of his looks right now. 
So if he took advantage of his looks, he could. But yeah, I think right now, maybe he could be famous for like fixing things up. He's like like me, he's good with his hands. He's good with fixing things up and whatnot. I hope. Yeah, eh, who knows? <laughs> How would you be famous? Well, other than this, <laughs> no way else. <laughs> it would mainly be this. I mean, you got a voice for podcast. Yeah, I and I sure have a face for it too. Yeah, you got a face for TV. You're you're good. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> but um, for all those listening, uh, you can see a picture of Jake, and uh, that will be on our Facebook and on Instagram at Magnificent Podcast. Um, so, but uh, J- Jake, so it's you know it's quite interesting, like the friendship you know that we've acquired mm-hmm. you know throughout the i mean what was it did, did we just meet last year i think it's been a year since we met oh my bad yeah so it was coming up on oh, one year anniversary oh my God. happy anniversary oh thanks babe <laughs> 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 um but you this know this is how you know we're friends because we can fuck around like yeah this. we can joke around and play grab ass and shit like <laughs> Um, so, you know, it, it, it's, it's so insane because it feels like, like longer. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just me, but it feels longer. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. And, you know, we've experienced just a lot of memories Mm -hmm. and and mainly it's just house party stuff, you know, getting everybody together and, you know, and making memories. And then we're going to continue, uh, to make more memories, uh, as, uh, the months go on. Yeah. So, um, which I'm very excited for, but what would you say is probably your favorite, like, since you and I have kind of formed a friendship and then we, you know, we've just had people grow and grow and grow throughout the, um, uh, friend group. Mm -hmm. What would you say are your favorite memories? Or moments. Like from this past year? Yeah. Probably the last couple times, like, we've gone to the bar together and just, like, just hung out. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it's easy to find people to just hang out with, but then there's people you can talk to. I'm not a very talkative person, which is why I honestly was hesitant on coming onto this podcast because I'm not very talkative. Right. But you are. And you are also easy to talk to. So it just, when we hang out, we have good conversations, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. I definitely say so. Yeah. You know, because in my mind, I'm like, all right, like, I know I talk more than he does. So let me steer the ship. And then, you know, he'll just follow. He'll follow my lead and we'll just have a really great conversation. And even though there are two mics in front of our faces, we are still looking at each other de- dead deep in our eyes. <laughs> I think it'd be rude if I'm just staring out the window and you're trying to talk to me. It's like, what are you looking at? But we're making eye contact. Yes. So it's polite. No, but, um, yeah, I mean, hanging out, I mean, just, I mean, just you and I going out and hanging out or having that guy's night, that was fun, mm-hmm. but we never got to do that again, which yeah. was a bummer. The problem with guys night is you got to make sure all the guys are available. Right. Kind of sucks being the only two single guys in our group. Yeah, 
Yeah. So if there's any attractive ladies listening to this, we're both single. <laughs> yep. We sure are. We sure are. <laughs> oh god, that oh yeah. 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 It's <laughs> Nope, that wasn't the right one. <laughs> I wanted to play. I mean, I feel like it. I feel like that was quite accurate. Uh, yeah, running into a fucking wall. It would more be this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what yeah. I wanted. Yeah, that's the soundbite that I wanted. Thank you. Yep. Um. So, but I mean, with all the different parties, you know, we've had like Ashley and Kyle have thrown St. Patty's party. Fourth of July, they've thrown Halloween. Halloween, the only one that they haven't done is like Christmas Cinco de Mayo or. Let me think. Well, Cinco de Mayo, we actually went out to the bar for Mel's graduation. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. Never mind. I don't know if you want to count that. You know what, Arriba, because we, we, we had a great time that night as well. Yeah. So, but what would you say was like your kind of your favorite, like, like kind of hangout that we did? Now you come on your mind. Single to Mile because it was more recent. Yeah. Yeah. But, and also because uh, one of our friends got me on the dance floor and I don't really dance either. I know. <laughs> yeah. You don't dance. And then all of a sudden, like, you're all stiff and you were like that, you know, the country guy from, Footloose, that could oh, that yeah. doesn't dance or couldn't dance or whatever, and then Kevin Bacon's character had to, yeah, you know, get him on the dance floor. Or, the difference know. is, I have rhythm. He did not. He had to learn how to have rhythm. True, true, yeah. yeah. But even though, like, you didn't like full go on to, you know, do some crazy stuff. Like, you still stuck to, you know, good, yeah. Side step, side step, kind of <laughs> snap the fingers, shake that head, you know. Hey, whatever works, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, you stuck to it. You stuck to your guns. And, and and the funny thing is I tried so hard to drag you out there, but it had to take our friend Brooke to get you out on the dance floor. There's just something about dancing with a female that's just so much better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And plus, she's a good dancer, too. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm out of my league here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm out of my league. Brooke is an amazing dancer. <laughs> I need to ask her if she ever did, like, dance, like, when she was, like, little yeah i don't know if she ever did but she looks like she could have yeah i don't know or maybe it was just the alcohol who knows i mean it could be a little bit of both yeah very true but what in what what interests me Mm -hmm. is ever since that night i can't get stevie wonders my eyes don't cry out of my head really yeah okay you know what one that i'm talking about right possibly I'm very bad with music. Like I could, I remember like songs, but I never fully remember the artist that it's by. Right. Oh, let me look it up for you. All right. Here's a little something. One thing that caught me was the, the the drums and the beat and everything, you know? 
fast forward here. I mean, come on now. That's yeah. pretty good, that's right? That's a good song to dance. So it's I mean, it, it, was, it was known as um, Detroit's Hustle. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that until I did some research on it, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty interesting. And, you know, Stevie Wonder is an amazing artist. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I had never heard that song. And I'm like, like, I'm listening to that beat. I'm like, this is definitely from the 80s, but what the hell is this? Like, I know the dance and everything. Mm-hmm. And, like, it just irritated the hell out of me because I'm like, I need to have this song in a playlist or something, like a party playlist because this is an awesome song, you know? And, we can, yeah. you know, and, and you know, I usually get Augs at, you know, Kyle and Ashley's parties because I have just playlists for everything. Kyle hates playing music. And Kyle hates playing music. And I love playing music. Yeah. And I don't mind, you know, like if somebody goes, hey, play this, you know, I'll put it in the queue and whatnot. And then it'll play like right after the song that, you know, is playing yeah. in that current time. Um, So I just love DJing kind of like yeah. that stuff. Um, Maybe you should be famous for being a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> tried to do that and uh didn't really work out but mm. now i'm doing podcasting so nice. but yeah kyle will yeah. play like one type of music like he'll play yes. like country music yeah like, don't get me wrong we all love country a little yes. bit but we need but, a little mix up of like rock and roll maybe a little pop yeah some hip-hop yeah all that fun stuff i agree yeah like if it has a vibe to it you know mm-hmm. i look at it like this if it has a vibe to it like there's a good mixture Mm-hmm. you know yeah. so i never really got that deep into music for me it's more so like what can keep me distracted like i'll listen to music while i'm working yeah and like whatever can keep me distracted and like focused on work yeah I'm, whether it's I, like yeah. rock or country or eminem i don't know so, yeah i like, mean i'm right there with you on that one uh to where like you know different music will make you feel a certain way like 80s music to me it just releases some type of endorphins that just mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, let's yeah. get a little groove on, you know? And like, even my boss one time, he like saw me dancing and he's like, he's like, he just started laughing. I was like, what? It's eighties <laughs> music. I'm yeah. like, I'm all jacked up. I'm coffee and eighties music. And then I, I looked up a little bit of something, something. And yeah. I was like, it's like, no joke. It says online that it released that eighties music is so upbeat and gets you in such a good mood because it releases endorphins mm. in, from your brain and it will bring like a joy yeah to you i've always felt that vibe with like maybe 80 or nine, 80s or 90s uh i want to say like emo rock i don't know if it's actually emo rock emo rock here's the thing i never thought of it as emo like you listen to the like you get really deep into the lyrics. Some people assume it's emo, yeah. maybe. Like but like the uh the Smiths. Like uh well one song I was listening to recently was uh it's called Thank You for Hating Me. Have you heard of that one? No. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who it was by, but um let's look that up. So it's called Thank You for Hating Me by Citizen Sh- Soldiers. Soldier. <laughs> 
I don't know if it's technically emo, but I don't know. It just it hits a little different. Let's see. Citizen sh- Soldier, you said? Yeah, Citizen Soldier. I feel like I'm saying that wrong. Let's see. Thank you for yep. hating me. It's the verse that really gets me, though. Uh-huh. I mean, don't get me wrong, the music's really good. Mm-hmm. I never paid attention to the lyrics, but it's the verse that gets me. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. Between that and Ironside by Peyton Parrish, Hmm. those two songs, like Ironside is one of his newer songs. Yeah. But uh, yeah, usually if it's a nice rock and it sounds like that, it's not like screamo rock. Right. Just like a good rock. Then usually that'll hit like something and be like an, an endorphin, like you said. Yeah. And it just sounds good. The funny thing is, you said that's from like the eighties and nineties. That does not know. sound eighties well, and nineties. I don't know. I don't know. I actually don't know. I don't know if it actually like says. I don't know. Am well, I... I mean, look up Citizen Soldier themselves. Like, I don't I'm sure get that deep you. into music. <laughs> <laughs> if I hear a song that I like and that hits the endorphins, I'll listen to it. If I don't, then I don't. It might be early 2000s, or maybe it's new. I don't know. I might be completely out of the loop. Well, I can definitely tell you this. They've been... <laughs> How new is it? Is it very new? <laughs> How new is it? <laughs> sure as hell ain't in the 80s and 90s. It's very new, isn't it? They've been active since 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. Oh, well, we're going to take a really quick break <laughs> and continue to laugh about this, but we'll be right back. So, um, Jake, now that we're back, um, just uh so explain to me your whole jaws nickname uh so jaws is actually my name or more so my initials Mm -hmm. and uh it actually wasn't even my nickname that i came up for myself because honestly that's a big no-no if you really think about it don't come up with your own nickname Mm -hmm. let other people give you one and usually it'll carry on well right and I had thought nothing of it at the time, but one of my uh, friends had said, I was trying to come up with a nickname for myself. And then one of my friends was like, why don't you just call yourself Jaws? Like, 
it's already your name. It's a badass name. You can just do some weird ass shark design and whatnot with it. And I'm like, all right, that's not bad. And then when I told people that one, they're just like, how is that your name? I was like, well, it's my initials, uh, J A W, which is Jacob Adam Wagner. Mm. And then people would just be like, all right, now let's, if you're going to do the jaws part, you should uh, do something cool at a Z at the end and you can make it backwards or you can do this with them. Like, no, that just sounds so lame. Isn't that, isn't that funny? Like anytime you want to be like a badass, you just put a Z instead of an S. It's like, mm. boom, it doesn't even sound the same. And it's like, it's, so, it's like, you got a Z. I'm a rebel. Yeah. To me, that's so dumb. though. Yeah. Like if it works for you, it works for you. But for me, I was just like, nah. And then, it actually clicked to me. I can use the S because that's also a part of my name. Right. And people are just like, how's that part of your name? I was like, it's my mom's maiden name, Smith. Mm. I was like, <laughs> so it, it's it's dumb, but it's clever. So it kind of works. So, so yeah, you can call me Jaws. You can call me Jake. You can call me Big Jake or Big Guy or whatever. I don't care. <laughs> just don't call you late for dinner, right? Yeah. I'm never late. I'm always on time. <laughs> yeah because i mean like i was thinking about something like how the f-? and i asked him uh, as i was writing stuff then i was like how do you spell your last name he goes wagner i was like son of a bitch i was like dude i'm i call you i know you by so many different names it's almost like apollo creed mm-hmm. you know yeah to where like he's got so many names and he's like and uh, you know i think it was like rocky four mm-hmm. you know and he's like, um, he turns to a pile and he goes, uh, geez, got enough names? And he goes, hold on, Stanley, we're almost done. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like, you know, you got Jake, you got Big Jake, you know. Um, a lot of them have to do with my height, so. And then I just made you made you up another one. <laughs> Pretty much. The modern day. The modern day Viking, I love that one. The modern day Viking from Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it necessarily would take to be considered a modern day Viking, but I mean, well, let's talk about that. So like, you know, you really are into the Viking culture, Mm -hmm. which I find that so fascinating, you know, to actually know somebody that's really into that, Mm -hmm. you know, you're growing out your hair, Mm -hmm. like in a sort of Viking way, you know, you got a, not a long beard, but you got a pretty longer beard than what I got. Um, you know, and you got different tattoos and stuff like that. And, you know, you got your necklace and, you know, just different, you know, things that you got, you know, and that you hold near and dear to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it resembles uh, Viking culture. Now, are you originally like, do you have Viking blood in you? Like, uh, I feel like that's a hard thing to tell because realistically the Vikings did get around back in the day. So at the end of the day, I think all of us have a little bit of Viking in us. But. Yeah. Cause I, I was talking with my brother and he, he, he's like, yeah, we got Scandinavian. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, like when I, when I asked my mom, like what my heritage is, her basic answer was like German, French, and English. I was like, all right, basic, whatever. And a lot, a lot of people would be like, dude, you're so big. You're probably like, you're probably part Viking and everything. I'm like, all right, probably true. Right. Um, I would love to like do one of those ancestry tests and find out that I have some Viking in me, but I don't know if there's any certainty of that, but I'm sure there is at some point. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I mean, um, but what really got you into the Viking? Like, um, I'd say the same thing that got me into almost everything I'm fascinated with. Uh, it's just watching something. Uh, like even watching the Marvel's Thor, like, and just being curious about stuff that they had mentioned in it, like Odin, Loki, Mjolnir, which is Thor's hammer, and just curious of what that actually meant or what the realistic side of it was um and just doing my research on it and then i eventually came across the show vikings on the discovery channel and i watched that it's about ragnar lothbrook it's a great show i enjoyed it then netflix has their own spinoff and called uh vikings valhalla and then they also got uh another one uh I think it's called the last kingdom i've been watching that one too so they're all pretty good i enjoy a lot of the culture behind everything and it just fascinates me especially when you get into the whole religious side of it yeah so yeah because i mean they had um certain rituals and stuff like that i mean mm-hmm. were they originally what paganists or something like that uh the vikings were considered pagans yeah. and um they were uh a rich culture not necessarily rich rich but um they did do certain things that in our viewpoints were looked at harshly like sacrifices especially before going on a raid they would do like uh small sacrifices did they do human sacrifices or did they do like sheep and goats and stuff like that i think there was occasional human sacrifices but yeah it was mostly like sheep and goats and stuff like that for like the small sacrifices it would be like sheeps and goats but like if it was like one of those uh like there was one episode where they went to what i don't i forget what the technical term of it was but it was like a viking church if you want to look at it like that where they went to a hall with all these statues and symbols of their gods and they would pray to the gods and ask for things and um they just did one big sacrifice. So like a certain amount of humans, a certain amount of horses, certain amount of sheep, certain amount of goats. And, um, they would just do one big sacrifice, I guess. Afterwards, they're like, Oh man, we're a little bit low on, uh, sacrifice material. So we're going to have to, uh, downsize and kind of go in a smaller direction. (laughs) So, uh, hopefully Valhalla can, uh, you know, be very pleased with us. Yeah, so I don't know a lot of of the specifics behind all the culture and religions because like even even like Greek mythology, like I'm really into like Hercules and all of that, but I don't know everything about it. But I did do my a little bit of research, so I have I have a good amount of knowledge. Well, I can definitely tell you this: Zeus was an absolute pimp. (laughs) (laughs) He's what you would call a man whore. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. He's like, I'm the god. I'm the main god. Fuck me. <laughs> Pretty much he just went down and fucked a lot of humans. A lot of human females, females and like, a lot of goddesses too. Like I I I'm happy that Hercules came out of that, but yeah. I don't know. The dude got around. Yeah. Oh yeah. Zeus, Zeus was tapping ass left and right. Yeah. <laughs> and know? he always went for the royals too. It was always like 
princesses and shit or queens. Like, you sure? Because I, I could have sworn it was just like any random chick that he like. It was probably any random chick, but at least for like Hercules's mother, uh, she was a queen. no. Hercu- I thought Hercules's mother was uh, a god. Oh no, never mind. That's no, you're the thinking Disney of the cartoon. Version. I'm thinking the Disney version. <laughs> I, I love the Disney version. That's one of my tattoos is the yeah. uh, symbol from yeah, the and that's, cartoon. Yeah, and, and I absolutely love that tattoo. Yeah, me too. It's one of my favorites. Uh, but no, a lot of people like to say that. I hate this saying because it's such a bad saying, but Disney uh, definitely Disney-fied Hercules. Oh, absolutely. So, like, if you rewatch Disney's Hercules, like, Zeus is a caring, loving father who wanted his son to return to uh olympus or uh, olympus that was atlantis atlantis is underwater oh god (laughs) um but like you wanted him to return to his full power and right become a god again with his mother but who was athena who no i don't think that no dude i know this for a fact zeus's wife was named athena no it wasn't i this is killing me. Hold on. No. Uh, Athena is the goddess of wisdom in war. Zeus and Athena. Oh, they probably got it on. That's for sure. Let's see. Athena is. Oh. I think she's also one of the daughters of Zeus. She is the daughter of Zeus. <laughs> she sprang full grown in armor from yeah. his forehead. From his forehead. Yeah, the way that the a way lot of this stuff came around is really Greek mythology. Is really weird. It's just so out of left field. It's insane. Yeah. So it says. But you also gotta remember. I'm pretty sure uh, if you go to like Christianity, Christian mythology, I'm gonna go with that. If you want to hesitate on that, I don't care. Um, but I'm pretty sure we got Eve from Adam's rib cage. And then you got uh, Jesus from a virgin. Yeah, love how that works. Yeah. It's amazing. Religion is just a it's weird a, subject. It's an interesting subject. I really think we made it all up. Like I don't care which religion you are. I sh- I mean, I look at it like this. Um, you know, back in the day, you know, there were certain things that people couldn't explain, so mm-hmm. they had to they probably had a wise man or something like that come mm-hmm. up with certain things and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm under the understanding, though, that Jesus was real because mm-hmm. if you uh, one of my friends said, um, if you look up from all the mythologies, they all mention a Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he made um, his way around. And here's what's very interesting. I talked with a buddy of mine um, who is a Muslim and he says that Jesus is in the Quran, mm-hmm. but he's not the son of God. He's a prophet. Same thing with Jewish people. They believe that he could have been a prophet, but he was not the son of God. He was not the Messiah, right? Christianity, mm-hmm. they said, yep, he's the Messiah. He's the son of God and everything like that, you mm-hmm. know? So everybody's got these different views and stuff like that. And, you know, and I've had almost in arguments with people, you know, mm-hmm. kind of explaining this. But if you look at it from a kind of just from an open-minded perspective Mm -hmm. you know like i'll even admit i am a christian Mm -hmm. like i believe in god and jesus and all that i go to church every sunday Mm -hmm. but i'm also very open-minded and also just 
kind of just look at things, you know, in a certain way mm-hmm. to just, you know, see from other people's perspectives, you yeah. know. I mean, if you really want to be technical about it, I'm technically Christian too. I was, or a Lutheran. I don't know the difference really. Yeah, yeah. Um, Like I was baptized. I went to church and I went to Sunday school. Like my mom put me through the whole works. Yeah. But it was more so just like, I don't necessarily know what I believe. Yeah. I believe in the possibility of everything. Yeah. So I'm not set on just one God, but I'm not also set on the idea that there are many. Right. I'm open to the possibility of anything until I'm proven right or wrong. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, with me, like, I've always kind of also explained, like, Christianity, Judaism, and uh, Muslim. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I looked at it like this. They're all playing the same game. They just have different playbooks. Mm-hmm. And when that and what that means is, you know, even though like they have different rules and different teachings in their religion, mm-hmm. they all believe in one God. Mm-hmm. They have different names for that God. Yeah. But really it's God. Mm-hmm. Like Allah. That's God in, in Arabic or something like that. Uh, you know, I, I can't think of you know what they call God in Judaism. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and, and again, like, if you also look at it, Jesus was a Jew. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, I'm not on the whole he's white thing at all. Yeah. <laughs> Even if he was, he'd still be a very dark skin tone being in the sun in the desert all it's day. It's like, that boy tan as hell. He is not as white as snow. If he white, then he a very tan white. Be like, I bet I bet you when, when uh, what was it? Like his, his garments and stuff like that. You're like, his garments were whiter than he was. Mm-hmm. That's funny. But, um, yeah, I mean, but back to what we were talking about, like Greek mythology was, you know, an interesting thing. I mean, like you got Oedipus Mm -hmm. who banged his mom Mm -hmm. and it wasn't his stepmom. It was his mama. People make weird choices. Yeah. But the interesting thing is, is like he didn't realize that that was his mom. Mm -hmm. And that whole story was just interesting in in and of itself. Yeah. So... It was funny. I was learning about Oedipus in like high school. Yeah. And then just one day I went home and I started watching Hercules and there was a scene where Hercules was like, he had him and Meg had saw a play about Oedipus. Yes, yes, yes. I was like, I just learned about that in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like when you're a kid, like you don't get it. But I think that was like more of the parents Mm kind of jab. That's what I love about like older Disney movies or even Disney movies nowadays is that you you just watch it and you enjoy it as a kid, but coming back to it as an adult, you see a lot of yeah, weird or inappropriate you, you, things. You get those little jabs yeah. in to be like, ah, oh, now I get it. Yeah. But now parents are being very sensitive. I don't want my son or daughter watching this and be like, I'm sorry, they're not going to know about it. Yeah. That they don't pick up later. on it. They literally do not pick up on it. Like that's for the you know adults. Much, you know how much stuff goes over your head until you No joke. No joke. Like that was what always happened to me when I would watch movies. Like mm-hmm. it would just go over my head. I just watched it for the entertainment factor and everything would like go over my head or whatever. Yeah. And then watching it as an adult, I'm like, holy shit. Like that's, that's crazy. I didn't even realize that. 
Yeah. You know, like even with music, like I, at the age of seven, I listened to Motley Crue's Girls, Girls, Girls. And I thought it was just talking about just girls in general and not talking about strip clubs. Oh, I was the same way about candy shop. Oh <laughs> my God. 50 cents candy shop. You're like, was, he's talking about lollipops was, and, and, yep. and, and gum drops yep. and gummy sharks. Yep. Mm, that's even little Wayne's lollipop. <sighs> you grow up and you learn a lot. You thought he was actually talking about an actual lollipop. Yeah, I didn't realize it was something inappropriate. That's so funny. It's awesome. It's but, amazing what goes over your head when you're a child. But that's a good story. That is a good like, story. When you're a child just listening to this stuff, you're just like, yay, candy, lollipops, mm -hmm. innocent shit. And then yeah. your parents are looking at you like, what is wrong with my child? Yeah. They don't actually know what this is about, do they? No. And then you'll have that conversation later with your parents and you're like, what? Yeah, but it's the funniest thing though, because mm -hmm. I th I just thought girls, girls, girls was about just girls, mm -hmm. you know, just beautiful girls, and they just talked about. I mean, it, it's talking about you know beautiful girls, but in yeah. a totally different way. <laughs> yeah. Did I ever tell you the Shrek story? No. So, me and my brother are just hanging out at home, like nice casual summer day. Yeah. His buddy, who I hate, but. <laughs> with a passion that's beside the point with an absolute passion yes he comes running over to our house like you could see it at the door like he's just like panting he's a very in shape dude so why he's panting i don't know right um he comes knocking on the door and we're just like well what's up what do you want and he's like we need to watch shrek like, okay so we so i go to my room i grab the tape we go downstairs put it in he's like we started watching it, and he's like, no, we got to fast forward. And we're like, well, I want to watch Shrek now. I want to watch them from the beginning to the and end. Like, no, we can watch it, but we got we to gotta fast forward to this part. And I was like, okay. So we fast forward all the way to the scene where King Farquaad, or I don't think he was king at the time, uh, but Farquaad is laying in his bed looking at the magic mirror, and he goes, uh, or he wants the mirror to show him Fiona again. And like you just see the disgust on the mirror's face before showing him Fiona. Shows him Fiona and then go back to the bed scene. You just see a little thing pop up in the bed sheets. And then he scrunches it up. My brother's buddy goes, look, did you see that? I was like, what? And he's like, rewind it, rewind it. We I watched the scene oh, again. Oh, I got to see this. We watched the scene again. And you just see that little thing pop, poke up in the bed sheets. I'm like, he just had a boner. <laughs> he just had a boner it just goes over your head as a child but then you rewatch this shit and then it just happens um, let's see there was also a scene in Toy Story where Miss Potato had called Woody a kiss ass but you gotta you gotta just watch it to know It what cracked me up is like when he like I didn't realize it at the time but when he's like He's like, uh, everybody's like, three, three. And he's like, pick number three, my lord. And he's throwing oh, yeah, up yeah, number so, two. Yep. <laughs> I didn't realize it until like when I was an adult. You don't really pay attention to like the visual things sometimes when you're just right. listening to people talk. All right, let's see. I think this is it. Let's see if this is it. No, that's not the scene. That's not it? No, that's before their wedding. Oh, that's right. Okay. I was wrong. All right. Um, let's see. What are you typing in? 
I typed in Shrek bed scene. Uh, type in. Adult jokes you missed in Shrek. Yep. Or Farquaad gets an erection. There we go. <laughs> you really got to look at the sheet, though, because obviously he's small, so it's small. You, I already seen it, so you got to look. You got to watch it again. I know you missed it. I can tell you. Show me the princess. Look at the bed sheet. You got to look at the bed sheet. Perfect. <laughs> you found it. It like just barely raises. Yeah. It's one of those quick it's moments. Where, oh, fuck. It's yeah. one of those quick moments that's for the adults. Little man was put pitching a little tent. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's so funny. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. And even the mirror was like, oh, you're going to. You're gonna jerk it. Really, I don't want to see this. I don't, don't want to see this. Oh, you disgusting! Oh God. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's sipping on a fucking martini, and he's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But it it amazes me what um <laughs> you know like things like Disney can get away with, mm-hmm. you know, and then. The fact that, it, it, you know, it makes it enjoyable for the whole family, if you think yeah. about it, you know. Yeah. Because, like, if you uh, look at, uh, you know, different kids' TV shows and stuff like that, you know, parents are just tearing their hair out. Like, mm-hmm. there was a documentary about Barney. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I was a Barney kid. I was, too. I dig Barney. Whether my parents did or not, I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. there was a problem with Barney until after we stopped watching Barney. Possibly, but but also I think it was also before uh, when Barney first came out. Like everybody's like that stupid big purple dinosaur, you know, mm-hmm. who sings. He's so annoying and blah blah blah. And there was it was just good all the time and nothing like um, hey, there was no there was no up. there was no adult like humor, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas like with the Muppets, they had like adult humor, mm-hmm. you know, and. Uh, you know, and, and Disney also has like adult humor here and there, you know, in their shows or in their um mm-hmm. in their movies and stuff like that. And it just makes it enjoyable for the whole entire family. Mm-hmm. You know. Because like when when you just got kids stuff, you know, just it doesn't make it enjoyable for the parents. Yeah. Or like the aunts uncles, whatever. Well, so. the thing you gotta think about stuff like that is you gotta you got stuff that you're making for a child, mm-hmm. but at the same time who do you think is going to take the child to go see something like that? Mm-hmm. Like I used to work at a movie theater, so I know what parents really want to see. And parents don't want to go see kid movies. They really don't. They'd rather take their kid to go see something like gory and inappropriate because that's what they want to see. But I can definitely tell you, I, I, I've been watching, I've been kind of binge watching Rambo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ain't showing my kid that until they're like a teenager. Yeah, I I when I worked at MJR, I had a parent come in to watch Three Hundred Rise of an Empire with her two little girls. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, the first she, thing she wants to learn, she wants to teach him uh, history about Spartans. Yeah, but the first thing you see in that movie is a severed head. Oh yeah, you. Do. That's like the first thing you see. Yeah, well, starting out young. 
Yeah, apparently it'd just be like, hey, you want to win in life? Go cut a man's head off. Oh, Lord. No, don't do that. Yeah. But in a, in a sense, she's like, go for the other hand, girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this, you could tell when I told this, when I told this mother, she couldn't come in because their her youngest was too young for that. How, how old do you think the youngest was? Uh, I think you technically have to be over. I think you have to be over five to go in there with your parents. Or like that's the youngest you can be is five for your parents to take you in to a radar movie. Yeah. Uh, what? I don't know. I don't know. I would say like at least 10, 12, somewhere. Around I think that. that was like the youngest you can go. I, I don't even, I don't even remember the rules. Yeah. I just know her daughter was her youngest daughter was a year younger than the youngest restriction age. I was like, I can't let you in. And as she's walking away to go talk to the manager, I just hear a kid. I don't know what movie was out at the time, but I think it was like Inside Out or some shit. Mm-hmm. And like, I just hear her daughter go, yay, can we go see Inside Out now? I'm like, your daughter wants to go see this movie and you're going to go make her watch something gory and sexualizing. Se- sexual and just everything that she wouldn't understand. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, like, go, go get a babysitter and watch this with your husband, maybe. husband, boyfriend, girlfriend. girlfriend. Who gives a shit by yourself for God's sake? Yeah, you'll enjoy yourself afterwards. Yeah, don't go, don't go with your kids. Yeah, don't go with your kids because I don't know. I did, uh, even though I'm not a parent, I seriously question other parents' judgments. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude. even like my my cousins, like watching the way they raise their kids out question why they're doing things but i think we all do that yeah yeah i don't know i just look at it and i'm like i I just don't get it anymore to where it's actually funny going back to the viking subject like a lot of kids saw things young like very young oh well yeah like they got recruited into like their army yeah i mean same with if we're talking about 300 spartans same mm -hmm. thing from the time that like if something was wrong they dropped that baby off a cliff oh from moment of birth like mama wasn't even back on her feet yeah like they literally take that baby yeah you went straight to a cliff and were judged if you weren't good enough or Mm -hmm. if you were deformed you were tossed off a cliff Mm -hmm. granted i kind of like that (laughs) what the (laughs) fuck (laughs) why I don't like it to the full extent, <laughs> but like tossing a deformed baby off a cliff. Not really sure how I'm feeling about that, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> at the time, at the time, that was probably that was probably an interesting way of going about it. I think, but <laughs> nowadays, I think I would, you would just be you'd be shunned if you, you were that person. You would be shunned. You'd be canceled. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking kidding me? Uh, can you imagine just like somebody standing on a cliff and just waiting nowadays for somebody to give birth and be like, all right, let me take your baby. We'll determine <laughs> if they're good enough to to serve. <laughs> That'd just be awful. You got a cop. Sir, what are you doing? I'm a modern day Spartan. What do you mean? We're, we're going to be judging off of my wife's uterus. She's going to pop out of my new baby kid. If it's deformed, I'm tossing off the cliff. Sir, don't you know that's that's murder? Is it? 
No, it's just judgment. It's, it's just I'm, it's Spartan judgment. It's Spartan ju I believe in the Spartan way, so it's it's just Spartan judgment. It's okay. <laughs> Ma'am, are you in are you in any danger? No, just a lot of pain. <laughs> like, no, I agreed to this at first. You're right. <laughs> and then you just watch the baby go and be like, I changed my mind. I want my baby back. <laughs> She's still connected. Like she's still. Oh god! The baby still got the cord and has it. I would hope they would cut the cord first. Oh, uh, well, this got dark. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna take another quick break, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be right back. All right. So uh, as we were talking within the break, um, uh, our buddy Chris called. Yeah. And it was great to hear his voice and we had good conversation. Yeah. Uh and we had talked about um you know the fact that you had said um you know strong men don't uh have six packs. Yeah. So the quote I was told uh in an, or heard in an interview was you're never gonna win world's strongest man with a six pack. You need what's called uh uh, a power belly right so you don't necessarily want to be fat you want to be strong but you're gonna you need that extra uh body fat percentage to help you uh hold all this weight like you want to have a strong core but you're gonna need that extra fat to help you hold it to hold all that weight that you're you're pulling or pushing or holding over your head like or even deadlifting off the floor yeah so. i mean it, even if you look at like the different um um you know power not power lifters i mean yeah power lifters i mean power lifters have their own uh physique physique per se like a lot of power lifters focus on the training of bodybuilders and power lifters so that's that's kind of the way you go about your training is if you're going for a power lift you want to you want to focus on the training that would be involved in bodybuilding and in powerlifting. If you're going for strongman, you want to focus on the training that would go into powerlifting and strongman. So, yeah. I can understand where people come in when they're just like, "Oh, so you're a powerlifter?" No, I'm a strongman. Same difference. Like there's a huge difference. Yeah. In powerlifting, all you're doing is uh, bench, squat, and deadlift. That's it. Yeah. In strongman, you're doing multiple variations of overhead press, multiple variations of deadlift, multiple variations of push, pull, carry, throwing, whatever. Right. So. Yeah, and and, and you know, with strongman, like it originated from like Scotland, mm -hmm. you know, and with those different like the pole uh, balance. Or the pole, that, that the pole one's the throw. Highland Games. That yeah, one's a, that, yeah, those Highland Games. Yeah. So strongman originated in different cultures and countries, such as Scotland, Ireland, Iceland, basically where the Vikings came from. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Sweden, like just all over that area. Yeah, and, where, and if you look at those guys' physiques, like they have the body type of strongmen mm -hmm. you know but i mean if you even look back at like the strongmen who have came before you know like the eddie halls and the um 
Brian Shaw's and uh, what's the one guy? I think he was like from the 80s and 90s. Casimir, mm. I believe his name was. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me look him up. Um, like he you? was he, his face mm-hmm. when he did those things were insane. Yeah. I mean, even a good example of somebody who can do it all is uh, I'm not sure that. Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. He played the Incredible Hulk. Yep. Dude was a bodybuilder, a powerlifter, and a strongman. Yeah. Like, dude literally did it all. Yeah. So, uh, the guy that I'm talking about is uh, Bill Kazmier. Okay. It's spelled K-A-Z-M-A-I-E-R. And he was an American powerlifter. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says that he was an American uh, former world champion powerlifter, world champion strongman, and professional wrestler. Mm. Uh, he also it shows that he also um, he looked like he was a football player too. I believe he played. Look, it looks like he played for the Green Bay Packers too. Dude, the origin story of a lot of strongmen like is ridiculous. Like even like a lot of them are football players, but even like my coach was a cage fighter. Yeah. He did cage fighting at one point. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, let's see. During the seventies and eighties, he set numerous powerlifting and strongman world records and won two international powerlifting federation world championships and three world strongest man titles. Mm hmm. And he was, it says that he's 6'2", 326 pounds. Yeah. I mean, do, do you know of this guy? I'd have to see a picture, but. All right, hold on. Let me look him up on my phone because I'm looking up on my laptop right now. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I mean, this this guy, you know, looks like back in the 70s and 80s, he just looks just like a brick shit house, mm-hmm. you know. And he's massive um but i mean like watching his stuff was insane Mm -hmm. like he had the face of like this giant dude uh let's see so oh yeah he looks familiar yeah so i mean he 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 just he's the guy on the uh if it clears up, oh, there we go. He's the guy on the left, as you know. Okay, yeah, yeah. But he just—I mean, even though he's like got, got somewhat of a six-pack, he just looks just jacked. Yeah, you really got to find that balance between fit and uh, fit and fat, really, like kind of fit, kind of fat sort of thing. Yeah, because like obviously, it takes a lot of endurance training to do what we do, and if you have like fat on you, it's going to be a lot more difficult for you to do it. Yeah. Especially at like a high speed. Cause a lot of the competitions are timed. So like you're like the one I just did, I had to do most of my, I'm pretty sure all the events I did were timed as many reps as possible in a minute. So that kind of helped to go by a little bit quicker, but that's how it was determined is like how many reps you can do within a minute. So everything was timed. Yeah. So, or even like the first event that we did was a carry. So we, the idea was to get the shortest time frame under a minute. So yeah. Now the uh, you did a keg lift, mm. and um, that 
was it like full keg of beer and everything that no. was inside of it? No. So the the kegs that we use for strongman events are full of sand. Oh. So it's which is heavier than beer. <laughs> it's heavier than beer, and then they add water to make it more dense and more oh, okay. tougher. Wow. So like so it's not moving around or shushing around. Right. Right. Yeah. It's so, just compacted. Yeah. I've actually done it where it was just filled with water. That sucks. Yeah, I bet. So, and uh, I think they're even developing a loadable keg. So it's basically just like a hollowed shell that weighs a certain amount by itself, but then you can load certain plate amount of plates in it. Yeah. So, so, so my dad, he, um, back in his youth, you know, he, um, there's a story. Uh, he used to work at CJ Bearmore's. Nice. And my uncle, got him the job because my uncle was like the man like a manager there mm -hmm. and my dad needed a job and to work during the summer while he's at college and so he uh worked at cj barrymore's you know doing different things and stuff like that well there's a story that my dad took two beer kegs and he put them onto his shoulders mm -hmm. and walk in the bar was like upstairs so he put the kegs on his shoulder and he walked up the stairs and all these teenage kids are like, whoa, nice. And like, yeah, my dad told that story and it's like, OK, it's, you know, probably fake. And then I told my uncle, he goes, no, that actually happened. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the hell? One of my buddies is a manager at a Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. And he likes to do keg cleaning presses. Yeah. So and those are full of beer. Yeah. I only I only wonder if I could like I've never really carried a keg of beer, mm -hmm. but I wonder if I could do it. I feel like I could, mm -hmm. you know, and I only wonder how much a full keg of beer would weigh. Yeah. Um, but, and then there's another story of, uh, my dad, like they were in the woods and they were cutting trees and stuff like that. And, uh, it was my uncle, my dad, my grandpa, and, uh, one of my grandpa's friends mm -hmm. and, uh, my, uh, my grandpa's friend had a chainsaw. And my dad goes, all right, now when I lift this, you know, trunk, when I lift this tr tree up, cut here. Mm -hmm. And my grandpa's friend's like, you're not going to lift that up. And he goes, when I lift this up, cut here. No shit. He wrapped his arms. And my dad's got long arms, mm -hmm. you know. So he reached around his, reached around the tree mm -hmm. uh, base dead lifted and lifted the tree up and then set it down and then and then no like every all of them just were in awe and mm -hmm. and and my grandpa's friend goes no shit yep. <laughs> and then just starts cutting he's like i told you you know and i got many witnesses to verify that that yeah. that story but you know I, I always looked at my dad as like superman you know because mm -hmm. like those stories and shit and um you know i i look at it and i'm like i'm strong but like you know like he, he grew up like country strong yeah you know he was hey i like that kind at, of at, at teenage years you know he would work for his you know uncles or whatever tossing bales of hay Yep. for hours i think that's the best way to get strong realistically you want to get yeah. strong go work at a farm yeah just go work at a farm they're gonna you're gonna be tossing bales of hay they'll be tossing grass seed bags or whatever yeah filled bags like 
I think that's a great way to get strong. Yeah. And if you can't afford a gym, work at a farm. <laughs> right. Right. Or do like some type of manual labor to yeah. where, you know, cause I can remember, um, you know, working landscape, lawn care and concrete for my uncle, mm-hmm. you know, one of my uncles. And when I worked, I worked for the, uh, I didn't, you know, like the, not the lawn care, but I did the landscaping when I first started. Mm-hmm. And then I got transitioned to doing concrete you know, cause I was young and I was like a grunt and, you know, I was strong. So they would like, when we would, uh, break the old concrete to mm. put a new one, you know, well, that's a hell of an exercise. Right there. Oh my God, dude. Like I remember, um, and I told my uncle this when we went to like this funeral viewing, um, of the different memories that I had during that summer. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember when we, busted this concrete up i took um like this big slab of concrete and it was like really big it was like a you know pretty good size you know Mm -hmm. and i literally wrapped my arms around it deadlifted it up and i had it it, it's almost like that boulder kind of lift that you guys do yeah the atlas stone yeah instead of putting it over the railing Mm -hmm. i had to toss it up Mm -hmm. into the truck yeah and no shit because like i was wearing you know a cutoff shirt because it was hot you know it was during the summer all your muscles in your arm were just rippling yeah well i had cuts like from the rock yeah on my arms and i could feel it on my torso and everything like that and i and i just tossed it you know yeah. but it was like the cool is like the thing that i most remember and the fact that i was like strong and that worked for uh, a plastic uh plant uh, factory right and there they had like bags of like plastic that weighed quite a bit mm. and how you know i would put two bags of you know plastic on top of my shoulders and carry them to the presses and stuff like that yeah and have to ca- carry them up the press to put them into the loader and everything like that so i yeah. mean it, it was all a good exercise don't get me wrong um but it, you know looking back and i'm like i was like i, I did some work you yeah. know like i i you know and the way i I was raised you know like my dad being the oldest like he always like uh you know when we would cut wood and split wood and shit like that you know like he would say you know stick out your arms and you know he would stack them up stack them up stack them up stack them up you know and uh when i was when i interviewed um my buddy bc jake and my buddy aaron like we were talking about how when i first met bc you know, he's like, you out carried wood, uh, you, you out carried more wood than me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, like I told you, I, I stuck on my arms and you started stacking them. I'm like, keep going, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I carried like, you know, I don't know how much, you know, stacks of wood, yeah. but you know, I just held on to it and then just walked. But you know, it, it's pretty cool, you know, to, to think about like, if you want to build your body up and just, you know, with strength and just mm-hmm. natural strength, you know, do manual labor stuff, yeah. you know, like it, and it could be as small as like carrying like a bunch of wood, mm-hmm. you know? So I used to do the wood thing that you were talking about. Just like stick your arm out and just let people yep. just put the wood on your arm. Yep. It got, it got to a point where the guy was just like, all right, just, just go. Just <laughs> like you got enough. Just, just go come back for more. It's fine. Yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. And I mean, it's, uh, it's very interesting to think like how, you know, different, 
you know, people go to the gym and, you know, they work out and they try and, you know, look good in physique. And, you know, I can definitely say for myself, you know, I'm, I'm going for not only strength, but I'm also looking for physique mm-hmm. as well, you know, and, um, you know, and I talked to, uh, my buddy Shane, who I had on the podcast and he, he was, uh, I asked him, I was like, Hey, like I got a couple questions for you. And he's like, diet. And then he sends me this thing and it's like all math. And I'm like, I never really did well in math. (laughs) That's what I love so much about the gym cultures. People, people assume that we're all dumb. Yeah. But the truth is there's a lot more math into this than you really think. Yeah. And even, even just like math, as far as like your diet goes. Yeah. But one thing I like to point out is that what people don't understand is strength and physique are two different things right if you want to get stronger you may have to lose a little bit of that physique but you can maintain strength while cutting to get that physique correct so like you see a lot of people at the gym being like i'm not where i want to be i shouldn't i shouldn't look like this but are you stronger like do you feel stronger yeah sometimes it's yes sometimes it's no but like like you said you're going for strength and physique so you know that the physique's gonna gonna come later, like you know that you're you're gonna put on strength before you see physique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like that's how I'm looking too. Like I'm not trying to do any physique, but when you put on strength, you do see some muscle. You do see the definition in like certain areas, like you like in my shoulders or in my arms. Right. Even my coworker was like, dude, you need to go up a size in your shirts because like you are popping right now. And I'm not, even, <laughs> I'm not even trying to go for that definition. That's right. Just, that comes naturally when you're just working on your strength. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is like when I was in high school, you know, all, I was mainly going for mass and everything, you know, cause I, I you know, growing up, I was always like skinny mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I got it from my mom's side of the family. Right. But then once I started lifting, And, you know, I did like powerlifting stuff. I did bench press, squat, Mm -hmm. deadlift, you know. And but when I would come home, I would drink chocolate milk and then eat peanut butter sandwiches or peanut butter and jelly or peanut butter and banana or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I would eat massive amount of portions. Mm -hmm. Right. And I didn't have uh, a six, a six pack. I was in shape, Mm -hmm. but I didn't have the full on six pack. I just was built, you know, and now you know, looking at myself, like I'm not going for true heavy strength. Mm. Like I'm not like one, because it's just me in Mm. the gym. I don't have a spotter, so I, I can't lift heavy weight and stuff like that. You know? Well, don't, don't be shy to ask somebody to spot you. Yeah, that is true too. Yeah. But I, you know, I more just want to go in, get my workout in Mm. and then go home. Yeah. You know, some people do that. Yeah, you know, and, and and to where I look at it as like, um, you know, I do, you know, three types of workouts. You know, every every I go to the gym three times a week, and it's like say Monday I do bicep back, and then I do three workouts of abs. Mm-hmm. You know, so with all that, like that's my workout for the day. Yeah, you know, and each each day of the week I do like abs and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that, like I'm going for the physique part, but also I've been, I've noticed that I'm increasing in weight mm-hmm. lifting as well. Like it was funny. Like I grabbed like a, uh, 
uh, I was doing like this back workout that I saw Arnold do mm. one time, right? And I grabbed a uh, bar uh, that was like 80 pounds. Mm. Started lifting that for 12. And I was like, God, this is light as hell. <laughs> like, so I put that away and then I grabbed a 90. And I, I was like, okay, this is better, <laughs> you know? But again, like with that, I'm like, dude, I'm lifting like 90 pounds, like just, you know, bent over and just, you know, working out my back, mm-hmm. you know? And it, it's just crazy to think about. So, but I mean, it's, it, it's so great to see like both physique and strength is coming along. But, um, but yeah, so, but what's next for you now in the strongman kind of thing? Are you going to be training? Like, um, I mean, I'm, I'm on a regular schedule every week. I go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays, um, and each day. So usually Monday and Thursday is like upper body. So it's some sort of press, some sort of clean and press or whatever. Um, whether it's the log or the axle or a regular barbell or even a circus dumbbell. And then Tuesday and Saturday is lower body. So some sort of deadlift or squat or some sort of carry or the Atlas stone uh, to bar or to over bar or or a sandbag over bar or sandbag carry or whatever. Um, But right now I'm just so I won the novice division. So a lot of the guys are teasing me now where it's just like, all right, no more novice. Because novice is basically for beginners. Right. So now I have to do what's called the openers. So I would the next competition I would do, I would be in the open super heavyweight uh, division. So that means the weights are a lot heavier and it's going to be a lot more excruciating training for me at this point. So are you I, excited about it? I'm excited to get more serious about it. Yeah. Because... I, I did not go into this one thinking I was going to win. I thought about just another competition under my belt. The fact that I won is just very, uh, it's amazing. I'm very surprised and still happy about it. Mm-hmm. But um, I just thought I was going to have one more competition to do. And then the next one I would uh, hopefully win. But then I won the novice on this one. So now I have to start doing the openers. So whether I win the next opener or not, which as of right now, I'm going to say highly doubtful, but at this point, it's going to be more so just getting more competitions under my belt, right? just getting more active in <laughs> the competing, the competing side of it. Yeah. So, but, uh, definitely hoping to get my numbers up as far as my lifting goes. Uh, I was talking to my coach about adding another 20 to 30 pounds onto my body weight. So that would put me at 350. So good size mass. And I think with your size, like it, it can definitely hold it. Yeah. So that's the, that's the beauty of being six, seven is that I can hold more weight. Like if, if you put on 328 pounds, it wouldn't look good. You would not look good. <laughs> I would be very concerned with you. Yes. And I would just be like, Hey, we need, we need to get you like a dietitian to a hospital or something. <laughs> like, Cause I'm only like five, eight, five, nine on a good day. And there, there's only so much like body weight you can put on yeah and so that that's what's fascinating about strongman is like you got people from like six foot to like six ten or even seven foot that are doing this and obviously the person who's seven foot can put on more weight than the person who's six foot right and so they have a slightly higher advantage right but 
it's all it, it it is what it is and it's just i need to i just need to get stronger yeah that's all it really is right now yeah so, so. pretty much you're going to be training for quite some time until your next uh actual competition mm-hmm. uh i was looking up i did look up a couple after i got home just out of curiosity on w- what could be next yeah there is one in august i was thinking about doing but we're going to faster horses in july and right. uh, i don't think doing a competition well going uh, to a like couple, a weekend long festival and where you're just drinking and you're standing in the sun all day yeah it's yeah it's like no let's not do that, that yeah because then I would come back and then I would get my ass handed to me right. of training. And then I just, I wouldn't be ready for it. I don't think. Understandable. So there is one that's going on in October that I might do just for shits and giggles. Yeah. But just to see where you're at yeah. instead of uh, novice. Yeah. Just to see like where I could be as far as the super heavyweight class goes. Okay. So. Cool, man. Um, So before we close out, uh, memorial days this weekend mm-hmm. um you know where we think about all the uh men and women that have died uh to uh keep this country as free as possible yeah and uh you know to keep us safe and everything like that which to all the veterans that are listening thank you so much for your service yes um and you know for what you do you know i'm a huge supporter of the military and you know, I have friends that are in the military and that have been in the military. So our friend that just called was an ex-Marine. Yep. He's an ex-Marine. Um, so, you know, it, it's a time to, you know, have fun, celebrate, and also, you know, raise a glass for those men and women that have died for our country. Yep. Um, support and, them any way you can, even if it's supporting a company that is owned by veterans. Like I know two company, like t-shirt companies or yeah. whatever that are veteran owned, yeah. support them. Yeah. Um, any plans for Memorial Day weekend? Uh, my uncle likes to host a little cornhole tournament every year, so he's doing that on Sunday. So I might do that for a little bit. Just him and like him, his buddies. Bless you, bless you. Jeez. So this dust in here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he likes to host a cornhole tournament every year. Just like him and his buddies, or his son and his buddies. Uh, so I might do that for a little bit, and then me and uh couple friends are talking about a barbecue on monday so nice good stuff man good stuff yeah because i play cornhole with you and you're not too bad ah i'm a lucky player when it comes to cornhole. right right and like, then right like i could start playing and i just suck and then the next time i just start kicking ass i'm, I'm that way with so many games <laughs> whether it's cornhole or beer pong or pool yeah i get so lucky sometimes <laughs> right uh but listen man thank you so much for coming on the podcast i very much appreciate it um uh i wish you nothing but the best of luck uh in your next competitions i would love to go see one and root you on for I'd sure love to have you there um and then uh you know and, and you know we will continue to make memories and everything like that and you know i just absolutely love you i love I, you too man I love looking you forward to it i'm glad to be on the show yeah man so uh but uh yep so and you can uh see jake on uh my social on the social media for the podcast at uh, magnificent podcast on facebook and on instagram um so jake thank you once again uh for coming on the show i very much appreciate it congratulations on that first place win thank you thank you and on to many first place wins uh down the line hopefully all right thanks buddy thank you Thank you.